This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv, an unmatched dual threat. And then everyone said, Jabroni. Jabroni, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-X-Y-Z-A-B-C. Oh, it doesn't matter, you spell Jabroni. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Two Jabronis with a Wrestling Podcast. BJ Cruz here with my tag team partner. The man who is all the way ready for our first Monday night show. But if you're listening to this, it's Tuesday. The incomparable Jeremy Loss. Jay, what's up, dude? So recording on Monday has officially made me watch a f- like the live Raw three hours. And yeah. man... I wish I had this time back. <laughs> not not the uh, not the best raw to jump into after because uh, you, you do do you do the uh, one hour Hulu whatever it is yeah the the ninety minute Hulu episode yeah. that's my jam it's a it's a great compressed version of raw so uh, go check it out if you haven't done so already but yeah the three hour joint is uh it's 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 something I, I guess I'll just put it that way I mean yeah um, there are a lot of like storylines that don't make sense. Um, I have this, so I think next week I may do an experiment and just count the men, the amount of cuts in a three hour episode. Oh, camera work. All right. Because the amount that I've seen, like I'll watch continuously for like 20, 30 minutes and like go do something. Cause I have kids and like the amount that I see in those 20, 30 minutes is jaw dropping. So I can't <laughs> imagine how many cuts they actually have within a three hour episode. Sure. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, there's a lot going on in this. There but I'm is. excited to, to start recording on Mondays because it does give me an excuse to watch more wrestling. Because I mean, yeah. yeah, it's it's an extra ninety minutes uh, put onto your schedule. I will uh, say the Joe is like these extra ninety minutes is just like giving me more Samoa Joe time. That's been incredible. He's awesome. we can all use more Samoa Joe time if we're all being honest. Uh, yeah. we, we are of course brought to you by the Blue Wire Network and our friends over at BetOnline.ag. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you download your podcasts. And if you're one of our fantastic Apple Podcast users, please, please, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling spicy, leave a review. And our Spotify people, hit us with that follow. Get us up those charts. Charts. Get up 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 those uh, those Spotify charts. And listen to us on 1.2 speed. That's my new recommendation for you. Uh, you still get to hear the uh, the fullness the sultry tones of our voice, but a little faster so you, so you can get to the uh, the rest of your day just a little bit quicker. So hit us with that 1.2 times speed. Send us a screenshot on uh I took on I took your advice and I listened to that. 
I listened to the Bad Boys rewatchable on one point two. Yeah, and it was great. It's 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 dope. I did a puzzle while listening to it. Yeah. I finished a puzzle in less than a day, a thousand piece puzzle in less than a day this weekend. Cause oh, it's wow. 110 degrees outside. So I wasn't going outside, but yeah, 1.2 speed. That's, that's my new jam. It's the new joint. Uh, I told you. Yeah, it was great. Uh, make sure that you also subscribe and like our YouTube channel. That's two jabronis with the wrestling podcast. Make sure you to also follow us on social at two jabronis pod on Twitter and on Instagram and in the BR app. I really want that, like that BR title belt. Maybe oh, this weekend. I think we're going for it. It's okay. uh, the SummerSlam belt. We're going for it, and then we just get lost in Twitter because Twitter can become just like a cesspool, and then yeah, you get sucked on. in. Yeah, but make sure you follow us on all three of those channels, and then you can follow me personally on Twitter at Jeremy A. Loss, and you can follow Ben at Cruise Control. That's Control with a K. All right, we we've got some WWE made some announcements today. There was also some quotes that came out by some former talents that we we would like to get into. So. With all that being said, it is time to stick to wrestling. And we should talk about it. I think we should stick to wrestling. And the first item on the docket here is WWE's Thunderdome. I, am I saying that correctly? Did I say that with the right amount of gusto? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta have that like that growl in your voice, and you may mean you may need to like wear an eye patch or like some cyberpunk gear, like you're sure. like, Mad Max to really yeah. like, just all right. Well, next time, maybe maybe for our next our next show this week, I'll I'll, I'll dig up an eye patch. But uh, <laughs> WWE announced the, the Thunderdome, which is going to debut this Friday on SmackDown, uh, I believe, yep. and it's going to take place at the Amway Center in Orlando. So they're moving to a bigger venue. Um, it's a, it's a virtual fan experience. So from what I gather and from what I've read. And from the screenshots that or the pictures that people have posted out there, it's it's going to be I mean, well, the virtual fan stuff is going to be very similar to what the NBA is doing, I believe. Right. Like, yeah, but like kind of on steroids in a sense, it seems like. Right. Because but, the, yeah, the kind like of cameras they're nature. setting up that yeah. are mu- they're not screens. Right. They're setting up all these. I, th- I think I was talking to you earlier about this. It kind of looks like a tarantula roller coaster. Of sorts, yeah. like the setup. So I've, I've, I'm not that tech savvy uh, to understand what the hell they are doing, but it, it interests the hell out of me. I don't know about what, what did you think of the uh, the setup. No, I, I think it looks incredible. Um, I mean, we we know that WWE puts on like some uh, their production value for a live event is is really really top notch. Their production value for TV is less than stellar so i'm interested to see where they they kind of if they meet in the middle here and we just got we get a really unique experience i fear that this could be they may overdo it in a sense and just like have sensory overload with this experience trying to do so many things that they just don't do anything good they just do everything kind of mediocre sure. but i mean there's supposed to be drones there's going to be pyro like we're going to get like really dope entrances entrances again so that's great like there's there's a world where this kicks ass and then this is like the new thing that they do until fans the are world kind of comes yeah. back. Yeah. Because I don't know. I mean, you can as a fan, you can actually get a ticket to be in the audience virtually. I don't know if they're charging money for that because I just tried and for whatever reason the Thunderdome site is completely shut oh, down. Oh, I'm sure they're gonna charge some sort of money to get in or to get in i should say i'm doing air quotes for the like pop 10 people. bucks like i would do yeah. that like I, if if i I'll got, split it with you <laughs> we'll go yeah, five I mean, each 
halfway through the show we switch. Like, because I know for like for the fans that sit in the in the virtual seats for the NBA game, literally they're just watching their TV and their face just shows up. I don't know if like if you're a virtual fan, do you get a different experience in this because of the, the way that they're setting it up and they're I trying mean, to make I think it a little I, bit more unique? I think I read something that they're going to the, their voices might be able to play through. Like you can start a chant. Like I don't know how that's gonna play because when you start a chant in person, you can do it on beat, right? Like yeah. this is awesome. If you're doing it through like Zoom, there's inherently a lag. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to be the most discombobulated, uncoordinated, this is awesome chant uh, that you know you might see. But I do, I think the bottom line for me is this, like it's just something different than what they are doing right now, yeah. right? And it's just going to feel bigger because of the bigger space. And I think that in of itself is worth watching because look, they're, they're trying their hardest in the performance center, right? Like they just, they genuinely are, but knowing it's in the performance center, the shows, the impacts of everything, they just kind of feel a little smaller. Right. And it's, it's not necessarily all the performers' faults, right? Because they're, they're working with what they got. And I think that's why I, I don't I think you're a little bit more out on this retribution thing than I am. I'm still kind of into it because one, I'm, because I'm I, very out on retribution. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you now. Well, no one, because I want to know who's in it. Like that's, that's, that's just a great cliffhanger that they've hung over all of our heads. But two, it just expands the performance center a little bit more. If that makes sense. Like it just kind of operates outside of that environment. And like that keeps me intrigued. So that being said, bringing this to a bigger space that we know is, you know, it's an NBA arena, right? It's this, this, this is what, like a 19,000 seat arena that sure. There's going to be no physical people there, but now the guys and girls are going to be able to perform in a way that they're more custom to in that, like they're going to be playing out, you know, more towards like the back seats um, and, and the upper, upper levels versus just like, you know, the one row of, of NXT mass superstars who are just kind of around the ring. So I, just, yeah, I think you're, it's just going to feel playing better. to fans rather than playing to like shots. Right. Cart, you know exactly. I mean? Like, yeah. Um, not, not taking shots at shots. No, shout out to awesome. shout out to her, by the way, she, uh, her car was stolen last week. She got everything back. She got everything back. And now she has two helmets. So yeah, shout out to Shotzi. She's, she's great. I mean, the goal here for our pod is to get her on the show since she's from the Bay area. So, um, and she's Filipino. So yeah, double I mean, she's she's the ultimate guest. Also, they're doing a a, a legit twenty four seven title match right now on Raw. Like oh, a they legit are. match. Yeah, Cedric, I think is about to retain. He did. Look at this. All right, you were watching yeah. the uh, final okay. final I mean, hour. Sure. Of Raw. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 in on the Thunderdome. Does did they say that NXT is going to be in this as well? Uh, are they doing on, NXT on at full sale? No. Uh, oh, you mean Takeover? Takeover. Yeah from the schedule that I saw is still at full sale. So at least interesting. Yeah. At least that's there. I I thought there would be no doubt that they would move it to Amway since it is takeover 30. So that, that surprised me a little bit, but from what I read uh, on the schedule, it looks like it's going to take place at full sale. Uh, I mean, I I guess that's fine, but like, I would have loved to see Karen cross versus Keith Lee in that kind of environment. Yeah. I think that, especially with the entrances that they could have done, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I think this is a, a much needed change of pace that the WWE is going to make here because, like you said, their their production they've been trying to do their best. Oh, and, and Shelton just going to win the twenty four seven belt again. Um, they've been they've been doing their best in the performance center, but it is really limited. 
confidence as to what they can do. Um, it does kind of make everything feel a little bit smaller. And something on the stage of SummerSlam, I think they've kind of learned from what they did at WrestleMania. Like they need to make it feel a little bit bigger and a little bit more important um, because at times WrestleMania really felt fell flat because they were locked into the performance center. So um, the name aside, I mean, the name is kind of cheesy. I mean, they're just ripping off Mad Max. So um, <laughs> I mean, they could have come up with a better name, but what it is, what it is. I'm excited to see where it, where it goes and what, what this looks like. I'm also excited to see how much they're going to charge. If it's five, ten dollars, I'm in. If they charge anything over twenty dollars, I think it's a giant fucking ripoff. Oh yeah. I mean, I think that has to be the the threshold for entry, right? Like you're not actually experiencing it any different than us watching it on the WWE network or on TV. So yeah. I mean I'm other- also super nervous about like the crowds because the crowds are different from like an NBA game. Like I feel like the NBA fans are a little bit more like sophisticated and and uh easier, like they just um, they won't make an ass of themselves. I'm terrified sure. as to what the WWE fans will do. So right like now. someone mooning the camera, yeah. just like an ass is just going to be in the second row uh, during Seth Rollins, Dominic Masira. Yeah. Um, I mean, the name was a little wonky for me. I'm always weary of any wrestling show that has thunder in it. I think just when WCW ran thunder, uh, that might've scarred me for life. But uh, aside from that cheesiness, you know, again, just the change as a whole is exciting um and again it, it just gives us a different i mean they're going to be there for a while it seems but at least it is a little bit different than you know just them being at the performance center and like they don't really even being at the performance center aside from what was it like randy and edge at mania and there's another another basically no one really used the performance center space Right, like it, it was yeah. just very ring oh, in ring focused. They're doing and, Nia versus Shayna in the underground. Oh wow, uh, that's fantastic. I mean, I, this I mean, this is the biggest match that they've done in underground. By the way, I mean, I know we're we're oh never mind, they're not doing it. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Damn it, man. Raw underground, uh, like, man. It's... So this raw underground has had a couple weeks now, and the more I watch it, the more I hate it. Because it's and mainly because of Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon is definitely that guy. Like if you go, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I used to do this a lot when, um, when I actually used to like have to shell out money to go watch UFC events, I'd go to people's houses and watch them with a gang of people. Yeah. And there'd always be that one guy that's like yelling out <laughs> advice to a fighter at the TV. Yeah. Like jab, jab, throw the hook. And Shane McMahon is definitely that guy. Yeah. Um, he's... They're just the worst people to watch fights with. Yeah, it's um I'm still not super into it. I know people are a lot higher on it than we are. Just and I think that's just people trying to enjoy the product. It is to their credit, it's just different than what they usually do. Um but I don't think they give it they don't really give it time. And maybe that's the right call because these shoot fights or whatever they're called, uh they shouldn't last that long, right? <laughs> because if you're getting yeah. a thumb in your eye or you're just, you know, getting choked out, you should probably tap out or you should be done pretty quickly. Um but, you know, kind of going back to the uh, the Thunderdome thing, you know, it, it's Friday will be a very, very interesting night. And I think that, you know, it's them realizing that they need to debut it on Friday for SmackDown ratings. Just uh, it's just super interesting because, you know, I don't know how happy Fox is right now with with their ratings. U- right. USA is what it is, right? The USA is going to take it. Um 
and they're probably fine with the numbers that they're getting. SmackDown ones, uh, like we all now have to tune in on Friday for yep. for the for the debut. So that should be uh, should be super interesting. I mean, I'm sure the USA is like super pumped about their ratings because like, what else do they have? Suits? Oh wait, is, is Suits still a show? Uh, I think it's my mom watches it. I think she said it's done. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not a Suits guy. Um, they have suits and then they have like all the NCIS reruns. Like that's all uh, I know. Like, law and order, law and order SVU reruns. Correct yourself. Oh. Watch, oh, my watch, bad. watch what my you're bad. saying. That's an incredible, incredible show. Just a marathon whenever they put but it yeah, on. They just, they don't have anything. So the one and a half million, two million viewers that Rob will pull in every once in a while is good for USA. Let's shift gears to this interview that Rusev gave fairly recently. Yeah. Um, and some interesting comments coming out of here is that apparently Vince McMahon told Rusev that the crowd was mocking him Ugh. when they were chanting Rusev day. And I think that's completely off base. Oh, a thousand percent off base. Day. Like the, he has never been more over. There's, there's probably two moments that come to mind. One tank Rusev super over. That was incredible. Yeah. One of Love the highlights of his career. And then Rusev Day, just the, as a whole, because the the way people were chanting it, you could tell that they were just into it. It wasn't a mocking chant. You know what a mocking chant is? No chant at all, yeah. right? Like or like you you can't wrestle. You suck. This is bullshit. Like those chants towards you are mocking you when they are chanting your name in a day. How is that? How is that mocking anyone? And I, I think. Something that something that someone tweeted earlier really put it into perspective and was 100% spot on is our uh, friend of the show, Alex McCarthy, Talk Sport. He just said, you know, that just goes to show once again, if Vince wants you over, he will get you over. If he doesn't want you over, he will find a way to not get you over. And, you know, Vince's way of not getting Rusev over was telling him to his face, like, it ain't working. And that's yeah. just complete bullshit. Uh, and it's a huge bummer because Rusev in the ring too, super, super good. So he's just a fantastic worker. He 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 always went a thousand percent no matter what he was given. And obviously he kind of fell off in terms of relevance and his his placing on the card after the Cena feud, which was phenomenal, by the way. And it, it was just like that should have been a launching pad for him to be consistently in the world title picture. And, and it just never came to fruition, which is a huge bummer. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a, I think this is another example of like Vince just being completely out of touch with what his right what the fans want. Right. Oh, look, Shotzi dancing. Sorry, we're we're watching the last just to give guys give you give everybody some context here. We're watching the last hour of Raw yeah. while recording this because yeah. we thought it would be interesting to like in catch case some something happens. Yeah. Also, yeah. But um, yeah, I think this is just another instance of Vince just being completely out of touch with things and and the more wrestlers that I see kind of speak out about him and the way that he kind of looks at the business now that like the ones that are leaving, like you look at like a Mac Cardona, you look at a, a, a John Moxley, they have all had kind of things to say about the way things are handled and the way like Vince is just completely out of touch. I think this is another really good example of that because Rusev day was one of the hottest things going. It had Aiden English over. And that's a, that's something that's like, yeah, incredible like he wasn't over since like the vaude villains and now that he just being a part of that had him over um 
it's a shame because Rusev really was a talent. Like when he came in against Cena, that was a really, really great feud that led up to the tank and, and the match of WrestleMania. I still think that Rusev needed to go over Cena there. I thought it was kind of a disservice not to have him go over. Um, but I mean, injuries caught up to him a couple times. And, and then I think just the fact that he wasn't like all that great on the mic at times, I think he got better as time went on, but like, I think that really was a struggle for him having a mouthpiece like Aiden English. Lana was good for a moment. And then she kind of wore thin because her skills are just not there. So also her accent, like slowly started to go away, which is super confusing. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. They just gave I'm up. I'm sorry. Did you like, it was a Kofi Kingston syndrome. Just the accent slowly <laughs> started to slip away. And you're like, wait a minute, didn't you have an accent before? Um, but also That's still like one of my favorite moments, like, of like triple h when he's like didn't you used to oh be Sean, yeah didn't you used to be jamaican <laughs> fantastic segment um but the other thing too with rusev is do you remember this is one of the, the segments that really pops out when i think of rusev's run as well and i can't believe i didn't mention this talking about like the top moments of his career his segment with the rock him lana and the rock in brooklyn when the rock made a surprise return yeah. was in it was so good and like you only put top tier guys or girls with the rock when he comes back right because he yeah. only comes back once in a blue moon so you're not going to blow it on you know random mid carter but to throw rusev in there for you know to get a pop from the crowd that's huge that should have just been that should have been huge for rusev and it, it just it's unimaginable that it could get to this point where he's just not even employed by the company anymore right it, it's yeah. it's super weird he has a great uh, YouTube and Twitch channel now, which which I yeah, I think he makes a good amount of money off of that. Oh yeah, like so, I think someone asked him on there, you know, when are you going to return to wrestling? And he's like, I'm good, man. And you yeah. know, I think he is making some solid dough over there. Uh, with do, you know, doing his own thing, he gets to get kind of control his own schedule. Kind of makes sense now with uh, everything, you know, with coronavirus out there. You know, kind of stay safe. But man, it's it's still damn near a crime that he, it, no one able, no one was able to figure out how to use him correctly and like he had what a couple u.s title runs which were fine uh or like obviously the the one versus cena was really good then he had another one uh i think it was like a year or two ago which was just kind yeah, of lackluster he had, a, he had a decent run in the rumble i think his first entrance in the his first time in the rumble was a pretty solid like yeah decent run before he had the u.s belt so i mean he had moments i I hold out hope that he'll eventually come back. I think he's a really talented wrestler um, and a great character. I would love to see him. I, I mean, shit, put him in impact, put him in AEW and see where he can go. Um, but obviously he's, he's in no rush. He's making that money. So we'll it, see. It's just a bummer too, that the last real storyline that he was really in was that Lana Lashley love triangle, which was like, it was actually kind of good up until like the end of last year where we're like, wow, that, that was the last segment of Raw for 2019, and then yeah, all of a was, sudden, he was just kind of like disappeared. Lana Lashley, and then Rusev was in it, and then that was the way they brought Liv Morgan back, right? And then that just kind of super fizzled. weird, super weird. And now Liv Morgan is back to being kind of irrelevant, which is kind of a shame. And she's back in the Riot Squad with Ruby Riot, sort so of. It's, yeah, yeah. It's just a really weird thing, like. I've noticed this a couple times lately, at least the last like six, seven, eight months. Like they'll start storylines and they just fucking like forget about them. 
like, and then it, they go nowhere. Like those, they don't have any like long-term plans. It's like, we're going to plan out for like three, four weeks and then that's it. And then like, you'll see storylines like Lana and, and Liv Morgan just kind of go by the wayside. You see Charlotte as the NXT championship champion, just kind of fizzle out Rhea as a, as the champion kind of fizzle out. Everything just, nothing has like a long tail. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's really concerning as to what they're trying to do. And I think, I honestly think right now they're just running the ball until crowds come back. Like it's, it's just game. It's just time management right now. Right. That's really problematic though. No, it it a thousand percent is. And, but it just, you know, to your point when you're like, why are they doing this? Why don't they just build out a long-term storyline? And like, I talked about this a lot too with the drew um, and his title run, right? Like Randy's probably the first one where it's kind of gotten, they've kind of gotten into the weeds with it. Where you're like, oh, I'm starting to feel, I'm starting to feel some heat on both sides. Yeah. Um. But will it continue after SummerSlam? TBD. And it, and that's that feud in of itself has only been what a couple weeks old. Yep. So, which is just as long as the previous ones. So, um, I really think that you know at some point they're hoping uh, that crowds are going to come back. I mean, I think Vince now has an opening. I don't know if you saw like. Uh, the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs opener against the Texans is going to be They're run. Doing 22% it's capacity. like twenty two percent, yeah, twenty percent capacity. So again, that's probably better than nothing. Um, and I think Vince now, if he can get to that point, then he can start really building, um, in his eyes anyway, some legitimate storylines that people will see live. I'm just I'm terrified about the idea of even having 20 percent of people in a in a stadium. Oh, of course, dude. You like it's it's crazy. It's like just, that, it, all just it's, insane. I mean, and then you have like the colleges they're going back now, and sort of. I think UNC <laughs> like had classes or they had people come yeah, back, and then like down. a week later, like oh yeah, everything is gonna be digital now. It's like it's just people. It, it's mind boggling to me that people like we're six months into this. I think now something like that. And people just still don't have a grasp as to what you need to be doing to be, to main to to be safe and to like tamper this thing down. Just stay home and wear a mask and just be vigilant. And it's it's so weird that people just refuse to do that. But let's stick to wrestling here. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's actually a great way to button up uh, the main stick to wrestling point because or segment. We got some bills to pay, so yes, uh, we do. Let's, let's do that now. Um, we're going to take a quick break to talk about our friends over at DirecTV and NFL Sunday Ticket. Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL. With NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices. Plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channel, channels never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFL Sunday Ticket tv is your key to the most glorious sundays ever use the promo code bluewire to check at checkout to get 15 percent off your subscription visit nfl sunday ticket.tv and use promo code bluewire let's take a moment to hear from our friends over at therawan cbd from tight muscles tough workouts signs of aging to simply making it through each busy day everyone understands what it feels like to be tense and sore so everyone can benefit from, from TheraOne's CBD products. Started by Jason, Dr. Jason Worsland, TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. It started with the revolutionary TheraGun percussive therapy device. When Dr. Jason saw the benefits of using CBD in his treatments, he created TheraOne to bring you CBD products done right. 
A lot of CBD products claim organic, but still can't contain up to 30% filler, and these fillers are potentially toxic. TheraOne tests their products four times before they get to you. Every product is USDA certified organic, grown in the US, and their CBD extracts are the highest quality available anywhere. Use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover, body bomb, bomb for targeted relief, and sleep tincture to drift into a deep night's sleep. And now through Labor Day, Monday, September 7th, TheraOne is offering our listeners a buy one, get one free for all TheraOne products. But you've got to go to theragun.com slash bluewire. If you don't love what you get from TheraOne, send it back for a full refund within 30 days of purchase. This is not something TheraOne is likely to do again. Buy one, get one free at theragun.com slash bluewire. But only until Labor Day. Go right now to Theragun. That's T-H-E-R-A-G-U-N dot com slash blue wire. There it is. New uh new ad. New new that friends was the to the show. Ad read I've ever heard of my life. It was great. Uh Thera- <laughs> yeah, they're uh I could all C B D. Big fan. Uh, seriously, I take that and I have like I suffer from like restless leg syndrome whenever I like try to go to bed. And I've been taking C B D for a little while now, and that's it really helps. Also helps yeah. with anxiety. It, it's it's a great product. So yeah, yeah. And I, I've uh, I wouldn't get one. Is great because that's CBD huge. Oil is fucking expensive. Oh no, for real. And I've been I've been using uh, a CBD cream lately for my shoulder, just because, dude. My our my birthday just passed. I think yours is coming up. We are washed AF, as the children like yeah. to say on the TikToks. So uh, I've been having on the reels <laughs> on the reels and the reels <laughs> and the TikToks. Uh, so man, the CBD cream though. Um, on the shoulder it's a, it's it's been helping me out a lot so go check them out uh before we get out of here we did i did want to talk about the uh one second one second sorry no. we're gonna cut this is we're gonna keep this in sean michaels is is closing out raw right now yeah he's about to get punted and of course he is once once i saw he was coming to the show it was like well he's, he's just gonna be added to the punting list man randy orton's about to knock his eyes straight and like it it doesn't f- like I love HBK. He's my favorite wrestler of all time. Glad to see him. Always now now always rocking the NXT hat, which is just shameless promotion. But that just goes to like that goes back to his DX days, right? Him and Trips yeah. just kind of knew how to how to promote what they were what they were a part of. But like I understand he's he's like tight with Ric Flair, and like he's close to him. Does he does he need to be the one on the go home show? to like defend Rick's honor because in my eyes Sean retired Rick and Rick is technically closer I think as personal friends like Triple H I <laughs> think there's just yeah. other people in the company who could be like yo you punted my friend like that's not cool but I think you know I think this is a great ratings grab uh for for Vince and for Raw to be like oh we got one of the best ever to do it out there and he's going to get his ass kicked <laughs> By yeah. uh, by Randy, Orton. they should just put that like on the the marquee for Raw. Like, watch Shawn Michaels get punted. Yeah, seriously. Monday night. <laughs> I I kind of would have been in. <laughs> like, that's a I great tag. Also, he's he's wearing like the the full on like dad fit. Like, he's got blue jeans on, a shirt, and a blazer. And he's and just a, like, I'm a ready to V neck a V neck shirt with a blazer, which is always yeah. you're either a dad or you're uh you're in you're on the Bachelor <laughs> uh, <laughs> or the Bachelorette, and you're trying to score. A date. Oh, there, there's, there's Randy. There it is. There's the RKO. There goes the hat. The hat is gone. Oh man, you're way ahead of me. 
I'm like, Whoa. still like, wow, just uh, just quick. That happened quick. He hit him with the punch. Like my my feet is like Sean is still talking. Oh well, spoiler alert. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but anyway, so he never saw it coming. Which, by the way, is a great transition <laughs> to uh, <laughs> the SummerSlam tagline. Which, for some reason, and I didn't know this, and I don't know if this they just added this is you'll never see it coming, which I guess has to do with wow, Sean is bald. Which I guess has to do with the RKO because you'll never see it coming. It's, it's at, it comes from out of nowhere. Oh man, he punted the shit out of him. I just got there. Wow. Yeah, it's so. It's such a weird tagline, and I guess like usually when they have these taglines, you can kind of apply that saying to like multiple story storylines and multiple matches. So, like, okay, you add it to Randy Drew, that kind of makes sense. Maybe Retribution. It's, I think it, they're yeah, going to be involved. Say it's like it's, it leans into Randy Drew and Retribution. Um, maybe there's a turn. I think Sasha Bailey, that whole that whole situation with Asuka, someone's going to lose the title. Well, I think one of them is for sure going to lose the title. And then that's going to cause the, their feud, so you'll never see that coming. Uh, maybe Apollo Crews does the uh, finger poke of death. <laughs> and he the joins finger poke of doom yeah, yeah and he sorry, sorry of doom i didn't i don't want i don't right. want him to die uh <laughs> and then you know he hands mvp the uh the united states title i'm just trying to apply it to every single storyline samoa joe comes comes out from the booth and defends dominic oh wait or dominic turns down. on ray oh yeah he becomes a disciple i will never see that coming yes all right oh, that'd that's be incredible it. so this is so the good we did it we found a way to implement that that SummerSlam tagline into like all the major matches, which is yeah, uh, I mean, they should just call us and just like ask us for ideas because we're pretty damn good at this. I don't know how you do it f- uh, with the raw tag belts. Uh, well, I mean, they kind of did it with like Zelina, like being the poisoner. But we did see that coming. So I saw it coming. You? Of course. Come you on. The- so. I totally forgot about that storyline. Um, and when they were talking about it with uh, with Samoa Joe, I was like, wait, are they doing like a sex tape storyline? And I was like, oh shit, yeah, I totally forgot that they like poisoned Montez. And like, they're still I, trying yeah, to get Yeah, I figured out. that's what they were going to do. And then in the back of my mind, I did have like the sex tape thing where I was like, did Angel Garza and like Zelina like tape something where Andrade is just going to be super confused? Um, but... I mean, I kind of saw that coming. So maybe that that match, that few doesn't quite fit the bill. But I guess the rest of it does, or at least the main ones that we've uh, we've identified. It was. It's just. Do you, when did they add this? I didn't. I literally didn't see. Literally, it I think it was this week. Until this week, I don't week. remember them calling talking about this like last week. Like even on Friday, I don't remember them saying. Right, never and we did a show on Friday. Yeah, so I, I don't remember that. So like, they're just trying to find like something to like make it interesting this is a really good way that i mean i think the way that they ended raw was great for the go home it just took oh, yeah. forever for them to actually get there no it was it was, it was solid I, I wasn't mad at it sean i think recovered a little too quickly from the punt most people yeah, get punted like around like if you get punted in the face you, you just gotta, gotta go down down for like 20 minutes and that's what everyone has done before him but again sean michaels is the greatest of all time so i would have laughed my ass off if he no sold that shit <laughs> no and just took a kick and punt. popped back up and then him with sweet chin music dude that would have been incredible 
uh, a no selling of the punt has to come at some point. Uh, I'm a sucker for a good no sell. I don't know about you, but I like it when somebody's like, just fuck it. I'm not selling this shit. I think it's hilarious. It's probably not great for the uh, the other person because it discredits anything that they've just done. But right. it is super funny in the moment to be like, and just to like immediately call it out. Like whenever you see a no sell, I don't know about you. I immediately point at the screen and be like, no sell. <laughs> He's no sold. Yeah. And it's it's so funny to me. But yeah, I'm always, I'm always like that motherfucker's gonna get heat in the back right when he gets <laughs> right. So it's yeah, uh, man, I I want to see that. I just want to see somebody like no sell the punt just one time and then it hit Randy with something. But yeah, I mean, SummerSlam will be interesting. We'll we'll never see what's coming. I mean, I'm really interested to see what they do with Retribution because yeah, this storyline sucks. And I guess it's, like the whole you know the new setup is something we technically haven't seen coming. If there's a drone. Uh, maybe, you know, Matt Hardy makes an appearance. <laughs> Won't see that coming. Can you imagine if like they crash a drone in the middle of a ra- in the re- middle of a match? Those things are not easy to fly. Have you flown a drone? No, no. I've, I've I got my son one for was it Christmas or his birthday last year, and we were at my my father in law's place, and he doesn't have like a big backyard. He has a bunch of palm trees like hanging over, and I was like, yeah, let me show you how to fly it, and I like flew it, and I like shot that thing straight up in the palm tree and it <laughs> broke within like two minutes. And my son was so devastated. Like drones are not easy to fly. So um, yeah, we can have some devastation here where they just like crash into the middle of a match. They also like totally forgot about a match tonight. Did you notice that where they were, they had the Nikki James Natalia match and then they were just like, Oh yeah, shit. We're just going to do the Seth Samoa Joe storyline on the side. It was, forget about the match. It in was general. pretty disrespectful actually. Right, like Nikki James came back, she didn't even get an entrance. Right, that was her comeback match. Natty finally won a match. Like obviously, it was by countout. And like again, the, the disrespect of that to just be like, we don't have time in this three-hour show to give Seth Murphy and Samoa Joe like their own little segment. Like we got to do it in the middle of this match, uh, which was a short match, by the way. It's not like it was a fifteen-minute. Uh, banger or anything. It was literally like a five to seven minute match, if that. And they were like, oh, let's yeah. throw Seth out there. It's crazy to me that they have three hours and they don't have time for certain segments. And also, it's it's three hours and they don't give any match over like 12 minutes. It's it's freaking bizarre. Um, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, and, and then AEW is like trying to make hints at potentially going three hours. I was like, please don't do it. Just don't do it. Look, man, I just... There's a lot of wrestling. I'm now in like my DVR is just full of wrestling. Uh, my wife was like cl- going through it the other day, and she was like, "So you have you tape wrestling on Monday, Tuesday because now I've been recording Impact Friday, and like <laughs> these are what like so Tuesday Fridays that's four hours. It's like seven hours of wrestling a week, and not including Wednesday nights. Not yeah. Well, no, yeah, and and then I DVR Dynamite too. So that's another two hours. So it's literally, I have nine hours of wrestling on my DVR every week. It does not, and then when my wife is like, why is our DVR full? I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know what to tell you. A lot of CSI, yeah. a lot of <laughs> law and order. my law and order SVU marathons. I'm sorry, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll clean that right up. So I hope AEW doesn't add another, another hour, although I think they're going to. Like, why yeah, wouldn't you? Or they just create another show. I, I mean, they have Dark, but... They moved that to, like, I don't YouTube, know about you, right? but I watched Dark for a good, like, month and a half and then i just kind of fell off because it's on youtube it's so difficult to like actually get into the habit of like going back to YouTube right every, yeah every tuesday to watch an episode so um yeah as we ramble on about how things are too long let's go ahead and wrap up our show <laughs> and get out of here um yeah. 
Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, make sure that you follow us on social at Two Jabronis Pod on Instagram, on Twitter, and in the BR app. Make sure that you subscribe and like to our YouTube channel at Two Jabronis with the Wrestling Podcast. And also make sure that you subscribe or follow me on Twitter at Jeremy A. Loss. And you can follow Ben at Cruise Control. That's Control with a K. And don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you download your podcasts. And if you're one of our fantastic Apple Podcast users, please, please, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling spicy, Leave a review. Our Spotify people hit us with that follow. Help us jump up those charts. And uh, man, it's, we will uh, we'll be back on Friday in your podcast feeds. So that's that's the new programming slate. Tuesdays and Fridays. We appreciate you as always coming on this journey with us. Uh, until then, you know, keep staying home, stay healthy. If you can't stay home, please wear a mask. Wash your hands, and always and forever, Black Lives Matter. All right, everyone, we'll catch you on Friday. Peace. Later. Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball is back in action, and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on, all available 24 7. And with the return of sports, Bet Online sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven time NBA champ Big Shot Bob Robert Ory. See what they had to say on what it'll be like with playing without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit betonline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. Bet online, your online wagering experts.